Chapter 5 of Little Lucy's Wonderful Globe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diane Dunn. Little Lucy's Wonderful Globe by Charlotte M. Young. Chapter 5 Tyrol. Suppose and suppose I could see where that dear little black chamois horn came from. But Mother Bunch can't tell me about that, I'm afraid. For she always went by sea. And here's the Tyrol without one bit of sea near it. It's just one of the strings to the great knot of mountains that tie Europe up in the middle. Oh, what is a mountain like? Then suddenly came on Lucy's ears a loud blast like a trumpet. Another answered it farther off, another fainter still, and as she started up, she found she was standing on a little shelf of green grass with steep slopes of stones and rock above, below, and around her, and rising up all round huge tall hills, their smooth slopes green and grassy, but in the steep places, all steep, stern, cliff, and precipice, and as they were seen further away they were of a beautiful purple like a thundercloud close to lucy grew blue gentians like those in mamma's garden and alpine roses and black orchises but she did not know how to come down and was getting rather frightened when a clear little voice said little lady have you lost your way wait till the evening hymn is over and i'll come and help you and then Lucy stood and listened, while from all the peaks whence the horns had been blown, there came the strong, sweet sound of an evening hymn, all joining together, while there arose distant echoes of others farther away. When it was over, one shout of yodel echoed from each point, and then all was still, except for the tinkling of a little cowbell. That's the way we wish each other good night, said the little girl, as the shadows mounted high on the tops of the mountains, leaving them only peaks of rosy light. Now come to the chalet, and Sister Rose will give you some milk. Help me, I'm afraid, said Lucy. That is nothing, said the mountain maiden, springing up to her like a kid, in spite of her great heavy shoes. You should see the places father and Seppel climb when they hunt the chamois. What is your name? asked Lucy, who much liked the looks of her little companion in her broad straw hat with a bunch of alpine roses in it, her thick striped frock, and white body and sleeves braced with black ribbon. It was such a pleasant, fresh, open face with such rosy cheeks and kindly blue eyes that Lucy felt quite at home. I am little Catrell. This is the first time I have come up with Rose to the chalet for i am big enough to milk the cows now ah do you see ilsa the black one with a white tuft she is our leading cow and she knows it the darling she never lets the others get into dangerous places they cannot come off she leads them home at a sound of the horn and when we go back to the village she will lead the herd with a nosegay on the point of each horn and a wreath around her neck the men will come up and fetch us Seppel and all, and maybe Seppel will bring the medal for shooting with the rifle. 
But what do you do up here? We girls go up for the summer with the cows to the pastures. The grass is so rich and good on the mountains, and we make butter and cheese. Wait, and you shall taste. Sit down on that stone. Lucy was glad to hear this promise, for the fresh mountain air had made her hungry. Caterelle skipped away towards a house with a projecting wooden balcony and deep eaves, beautifully carved, and came back with a slice of bread and delicious butter and a good piece of cheese, all on a wooden platter and a little bowl of new milk. Lucy thought she had never tasted anything so nice. And now the gracious little lady will rest a little while, said Caderal, whilst I go up and help Roselle to strain the milk. So Lucy waited, but she felt so tired with her scramble that she could not help nodding off to sleep, though she would have liked very much to have stayed longer with the dear little Tyrolese. But we know by this time where she always found herself when she awoke. End of chapter 5 Recording by Diane Dunn, Chester Springs, Pennsylvania.